Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Marion Singh, and she played Andrea Wagner in Halloween 2018, but that's not all she did. She also did the stunts in the movie. She was a part of the stunt team. How you doing, Marion? I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so glad that we can make this happen. I know my good friend, Greg Gilbert, who you did an interview with on Python's Paradise, he passed me along your contact and I reached out and you said, yeah, I'll absolutely do the interview. And I'm like, that's awesome. I love this movie. and I'm a big Halloween fan. So I'm so excited to do this. I'm happy to do it. Anytime I can reach out and talk to Halloween fans or any fans <laughs> in general, just people that love movies and things that we do. I just love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the first question I got for you, how did you get your start into acting and in stunts? Well, uh, I've been acting since I was three years old, actually. Um, I was in a little play group. So it always starts with theater. Um, and then I've always, everything that I knew how to do, you would starve at. Singing, dancing, playing musical instruments, you know, and acting, yeah. the whole thing. You know, it's always, you better have a backup plan. So uh, I, I've been doing all of that since as early as I can remember. Mm -hmm. And um, I got involved in the local independent film crowd yeah. uh, in my hometown. And they said, well, have you looked into Atlanta? They're blowing up right now. And it was just when um, people were starting to invest and build sound stages in the Atlanta area. Yeah. And I thought, well, heck, okay, let me look into that. So I went on to a web page on Facebook that was a casting page. And it was it was for extras, background people. They're, they're synonymous. Uh, background is extras. So I submitted for one of the listings and they called me back in the next 10 minutes they called me and they were like it was for athletic men and women and i was like okay well i guess that's me so i submitted for it and they said you know can you come for a fitting on monday and it was friday then and i was in knoxville tennessee and i had to get down to atlanta which is about you know three and a half hours away and that was the first decision i had to make and i thought to myself okay are you ready to do this because you know, Atlanta's big, Atlanta's coming. And I said, yes, I can. And, and I just, uh, you know, at that point, I got down there and I was in my first uh, production, which was Mocking J2, Hunger Games. Uh, and I was with 1,500 of my best friends. Uh, all of us background extras, we were just sitting in a fiber optics factory waiting to be pulled into this huge set that was um, box cars, like five box cars tall. And they were covered in green screen fabric. And um, they had all these really cool um, military vehicles and these, uh, I don't know if you've seen the erosion control cement, okay. weird shape things. Have you seen those? Yeah, I know. They had about. those. Yeah, they had those. And so we were placed, I, I happened to be near the stunt team. Nice. So I got to follow them at, when they were doing their thing. And I heard them talking and all of this and, so I, I at lift, after listening to them, I, I decided to try to talk to them. I didn't know if they would talk back because here I am, lowly, you know, lowly right. extras, you know. Mm -hmm. And they said, no, 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 yeah, sure, blah, 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 you know. And it got me kind of interested. So after seeing them work through a day and then me working and, you know, kind of following their lead, it was, it was basically a no-brainer at that point. They moved us on 
because it's hard to find reliable extras, reliable background people. Yeah. So they just move you from production to production to production. So if any of you guys want to have some fun, then get involved in extras casting, get involved in that. And as long as they can rely on you, that you will be in tons of movies and you might just be able to point to you and say, there I am, there I am to your friends. Right. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And a lot of actors get their start as background extras. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. you learn when you go and, and you start at that level, it's mostly so you can get the terminology and you can hear the way that the industry works. You can see how things work, when you should get the heck out of the way. They're bringing this big crane and they're moving this light baffle that could crush everybody. So get that, you know, stay, you know, stay where you're told to be and be available within earshot and things like that. Yeah. And you'll work. You'll just you'll just go from production to production. But that's where most people start is being background. Um, and through that, my second gig that I did was Insurgent, the sequel to Divergent. And we had to go through a boot camp audition to get that one. Now that's where I met my uh, my friend, my good friend, Alessandro Folchito. And he is, uh, he and I have uh, Action ATL. It's our uh, stunts and uh, educational training company. Mm -hmm where we teach actors and stunt people how to move authentically, tactically. And uh, I also do script analysis, character development. You know, I can teach actors how to be authentic in their roles. So I now we decided that we were going to come together and as many people as could hold together, we would become partners in this and just go from there. And that's kind of where I am today. We just finished a production. Nice. uh called uh keeping secrets nice and it was uh action atl we got i got to be assistant stunt coordinator fight choreographer and uh alessandro is the stunt coordinator but i'm looking into becoming a stunt coordinator myself uh it's really hot right now to have female stunt coordinators so you know if that's the way yeah. things go i'll go Absolutely. And I mean, stunts are a very important uh, part of filmmaking. And I mean, not just for, you know, showing the, so the actors don't get hurt, but for safety, you know, regarding fight sequences, like you need to make sure that everything is done safely. Because if anybody gets hurt, that can not only hurt the actor, but it'll also hurt the film. Yes, correct. That's most of what we do is safety. Um, when I'm choreographing fights, it is, what does this, what do they know how to do? Do we need a double, um, you know, and, and things of that nature. Cause if you go showing an actor or something and then they pull a muscle, well, how long are they going to be out and production is out and then everybody's out and then you're just sitting around and you're, you feel like an idiot. Yeah. So uh, everything that we do is geared toward making sure that actors are comfortable and pulling in doubles where necessary so that the actor themselves doesn't have to risk anything. It's whenever there's an action sequence, bring in the double. I don't know if yep. you've, you've heard that one. It's like, bring in the double. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's what we do in Action HTL. And honestly, it's nice to know at the end of the shoot when the actors come up to you and they were like, we felt comfortable the whole time. We felt safe. And we you know, make sure that every production that we're involved with has that realm of safety, security, and yeah. feel, making the actors feel like they can do what they do naturally. And uh, I've gotten to do a little bit more acting in this production. So if you want to catch me in that, I think October, that one comes out, but 
it's it's just really cool to be able to help friends of mine in their productions and that's what keeping secrets is it belongs it's it's being made by a director producer good lord writer i mean she does everything her <laughs> name is omega keys and she's with about face media and uh so to be able to help her i think i've been in practically except for the documentaries i've been in every production that she has nice. so uh, i'm like that's sure awesome. i'll show awesome. up that's awesome. So where can, when that comes out in October, where can that be viewed? It'll probably be on Amazon, a couple of other streaming, uh, streaming platforms. Nice. Awesome. Um, you know, but uh, there are some really interesting stuff coming up in the independent film world. And a lot of times actors will go to the independent film world instead of these big studio productions and all yeah. that stuff, just because you, you can play, you can create, mm -hmm. you can, kind of wander around in the character a little bit more you can create backstory and you really have a lot more leeway in a lot of times and i kind of like that freedom i mean yeah. i'm all about being in big studio productions don't get me wrong but to be able to contribute something uh and and have it not just disappear into the morass of yeah. gigantic production is Absolutely. is pretty cool yeah, I, a lot. I, I have a small indie film uh, company called Gravestone Films, and uh, we're in post production for our third feature film. And a lot of our actors, I mean, we don't have any big named actors, but even our actors, a lot we do a lot. Of, we have a lot of locals actors, and a lot of the actors like that because they get to give their insight. Hey, I think my character would be good doing it this way, or be good doing this, or can I say that? And it's like your input is valuable because we're not held down by big box new line cinema or paramount pictures of Blumhouse. like yeah. you know you you're your own company or your own organization and that's what indie films have that that's why a lot of actors like felissa rose do the indie films because it allows them to be creative and uh, give their their expertise to a an indie production without being bogged down by the big book you know the big box office Company. For sure, for sure. And um, that's also just a little heads up. That's the last time you will see me with the full length Halloween 2018 hair. This just happened on Sunday. <laughs> so, I, I was just going to say, I really like the hairstyle. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I, I, Absolutely. It's a yep. lot of fun. And, you know, I've had that long hair for so long. Um, <laughs> it was time for a change. And yep. I, you know, I think sometimes things can go from being a trademark of yours and yeah. they can become a burden and yeah. it, was, it was just time for a change. And sometimes that can end up typecasting you like, you know, like, you know, the long blonde haired girl, you know what I mean? It's like change it up. Now I can do different roles. Yes, very much so. And, and I'm liking it. It reminds me of yeah. earlier in life when I was telling, uh, I was telling Python, uh, mm -hmm. I was saying, you know, I used to be in a band and this reminds me of the band days. I feel like, you know, <laughs> so it's kind of a flashback to that, mm -hmm. but it, it's just, sometimes you got to change things up. And even if mm -hmm. you're going back to a previous uh, vibe or feel, it can rejuvenate you and it can really give you a fresh start yeah. in any goals or paths you want to walk. So That's I try really. to keep things fresh with that. Absolutely. So how did you land the role of Andrea Wagner and being, you know, involved with the stunts for Halloween? Yeah. Uh, well, the I was driving home from Atlanta after doing a stunt gig and I got a phone call. And when I answered it, I was going through the dead zone in the middle of the of the Tennessee, Chattanooga, Georgia. <laughs> there's a there's a place where there's no cell phone coverage Ooh. at all. 
And I got a phone call and I answered the phone and it was a stunt legend. His name is Ron Hutchison. Okay. And he asked if I, for availability. And whenever a coordinator asks for availability, you say yes. Right. <laughs> and you just, you just yeah. say yes, because that means it's a job. Yeah. So he was asking me if I had availability and I said, oh yeah, sure. Whatever you need. And then, uh, oh, it, uh, oh, no, <laughs> the call disconnected. I was dying. Oh my God. And I was like speeding to get through the dead zone. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I got through the dead zone. And I called him back and thank goodness he answered because uh, usually they'll just go to the next name on the list. If mm -hmm. anything happens, they'll go to the next name on the list. But he said, he said, what happened to your connection? And I'm like, I'm driving through the mountains. I'm so sorry. Hi, I'm back. And um, he said, yeah, it's going to be in Charleston. Is that okay with you? Oh yeah, sure. No problem. And um, so when I got to the rehearsal in Charleston, it's like they put you up in a hotel mm -hmm. and then you're told where to go for the rehearsal. Right. Well, the rehearsal, was on that street in the Gaslight District in Charleston where they filmed mm -hmm. the scene. We right. were rehearsing on location. So I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is nice. Okay. Historic zone. I live in a historic zone in my, in my city. So yeah. it was like, I don't know all this. Okay. Looks like every other one of these that I've been in. Okay. Yeah. And um, I see in, you know, further down, I have to walk down the street, but I mm -hmm. see at the uh, address where we're supposed to meet, that's where I saw Marion Green. And right. it's funny, my name is Marion Singh, her name is Marion Green. Uh, she's a whole lot more of a legend than I could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, but she killed Mr. Orange in Reservoir Dogs. Okay. So she's the woman that dies by the hammer. Ooh, okay. Yes. Elrod 2.0. Yes. Elrod 2.0. Yes. Okay. Okay. So she's the one. Yeah, she's the one that died by the hammer, and her scene was supposed to be a little different, and my scene could have been a little bit different too. When we were doing rehearsals, we went over a couple of different ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to her. I had met her before. We had been to some stunt, um, like uh, some lectures, and mm -hmm. we became pretty good friends. And uh, then here comes this this guy this youngish guy, it turned out to be David Gordon Green. And the, the first thing he said was, you killed Mr. Orange, you know, to Marion Green. And she's like, yeah, I sure did. I mean, it was, it was crazy. I was witnessing this, you know? And so I've got stunt legend, Ron Hutchinson, stunt legend, Marion Green. And I got David Gordon Green standing right here. Right. I mean, come on. It, it was, it was nuts. Mm -hmm. So we went in and uh, I still don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what production this is. I have no idea. I just know that there's stunts involved and there's going to be some pretty cool people to work with. <laughs> so we walk into the house where I die. We walked into that house and we see, you know, there's there's props laying around um, and things like this. And I'm like, OK, well, and, and here comes this oldish guy, this this crazy tall six foot four older gray guy and i'm like am i fighting him what what what's going on i, I had no idea it was james jude courtney okay um and and so we we decided to go through some stuff how do you want to do this what do you think bah, 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 bah. and we went through some movement and david gordon green says mm, i don't know that's a little too michael i mean that's a little too uh, jason okay and i was like Okay, horror genre. Okay, <laughs> um, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting little breadcrumbs here as like to putting what I'm the pieces do. up to a puzzle together. 
Yes, yes. So the pieces are slowly falling into place here. I'm like, to Jason. Okay, so it's got to be one of the big guys if he brought up Jason. Right. So I was like, I can't see this guy being Freddy. I mean, that's not that that they can't be making a new Freddy at this age. That's that just doesn't right. make sense. And you know, it's not Friday the 13th at this point because it's a little right. too Jason. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> we go through some choreography stuff and we arrive at what happens in the film. But mm -hmm. there was another version, just so you know. Okay. And um, so I'm heading back to the hotel. And they're like, okay, we'll have a fitting for you, blah, blah, blah. We got to figure out your wardrobe. Okay, cool. So I'm headed back to the hotel and I got a, call, a phone call when I get back to the hotel. No, it was an email. I got an email. Okay. And when I got back to the hotel, I was checking it. You know, the next day they want you to come and they want you to get fitted. Now, when you get fitted, they try on a bunch of different stuff. They have an idea of who your character is, even before I did. And, you know, you try on different stuff that, mm -hmm. and then they try to figure out what looks like what they want you to be. Right. So the email is like, yeah, does this time work for you? We can see you between this and this. So we'll hit, we'll take you at 1040 AM, whatever it was. Okay, fine. At the bottom of the email, it said so-and-so costume, you know, mm -hmm. costumes department. And then it said Agent Orange oh. at the bottom. And I was like, okay, orange. Okay. And then underneath that, further down underneath all her credentials, which were a mile long, Halloween. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Ancient orange, you think pumpkin. Okay. And then you nice. think pumpkin, you think Halloween. So <laughs> I went for my fitting, and uh, when I got there on the night of filming, they took our script from us as soon as we were done. Yes. So, I mean, I wish I still had my, my script. It would have been really fun. But um, I got my script with my line, hey, Sally, you know, I mean, the whole bit. And uh, I'm going over it, and David Gordon Green's like, you know, you don't have to stick with the dialogue too much. Just get the gist, you know, just say whatever, right. blah, blah, blah. And uh, then we had to time everything because it was that, no cut, one take, mm -hmm. you know, and that was that was kind of a nightmare. Yeah. It was a freezing cold night. All those poor kids, they had a hurricane fan so that the leaves would blow by. I mean, I felt so badly for everybody outside, but they did not turn on the heat inside so they could save Ooh. the homeowner money. Ooh. So I was freezing inside. <laughs> they oh, were boy. freezing outside. It was, <laughs> it was a crazy night. Oh, that's crazy. So regarding the stunts, what did you do for the stunts in Halloween? Like, were you a stunt double, stunt coordinator, fight coordinator, deaths, anything with the death scenes? What was your responsibility for that? Well, we went over the movement for my death in particular. Okay. Uh, because it had to be done safely. Yeah. Um, and the couch had... Uh, they thought at first that there was going to be a different way of doing it. So they had new couch backs to mm -hmm. put in the window. Um, and what we wound up doing was just using the same couch because we didn't do the alternative version. So uh, there was a gel pad that was put on the carving on the back of the couch mm -hmm. that you see the back of right. through the window, mm -hmm. right? And my job, my, my one job, you had one job. My one job was to aim the center of my forehead to the center of that gel pad. Okay. James Jude Courtney is six foot four. He's gigantic guy. And my head going toward that pad was right in his range of motion, his natural range of motion. So what we did was we figured 
out a way to orchestrate the scene mm -hmm. so that as I walk and then I turn and I go off camera and I'm talking to Sally on the phone, then as I'm walking back, he's coming in through the back door. I have to walk at a pace where I wind up with my eyes between these two slats of the blinds that you right. see in the film. We had to keep practicing that, practicing right. that, practicing that. So you make sure that your eyes are visible through the slats of the um, of the, of the blinds. Right. And I had to time it so he's far enough behind so that as he comes, I would not have known that he was there. So my job was to orchestrate with him so that as things happen, mm -hmm. it can be plausible, right? Okay. So I am on the phone walking away from giving out the last of the Halloween candy. I talk to her, killer on the loose. Oh my gosh, really? Uh, right. <laughs> so I walk toward the back of the house. And um, then as I walk back to make sure that the blinds are closed, because like, oh, my gosh, I need to lock down the house. Right. Right. And on my way back to the couch, he comes in as soon as he sees me turn that corner to come to this couch. As I put my foot, as I put my knee on the couch, I reach out. This is something you guys couldn't see. I reach my back leg out straight because it has a hose attached to it. The hose gets attached by Chris Nielsen. Yes, the guy okay. that did the mask. Yeah. Yep. And the makeup artist. Okay. He has a blood hose okay. that he attaches to my leg. And okay. then it's already primed. You know, reek, 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 reek. you know, you pump all the blood. It was already ready. I had a big silicone uh, appliance on. Okay. And there was a slip pre-done. And there was a perforation in the hose okay. where it'll come out, you know. So I had to couch one knee, other knee, feed that leg back so that he can hook up the hose. Meanwhile, I'm at the blinds looking through while I'm waiting to feel him tap my leg that the hose is in place. And then, yeah, and then here comes James Jude Courtney behind me. I just, I had no warning as to when he was going to go for the grab. So you get the authentic scare. You do, you do. Yeah. So he does grab, pull, slam, pull, knife, throw. Okay. Now I had to land in the same place every time too, because there's already a camera there waiting to catch me. Right. So every time we did it, we wound up doing about 14 takes total. Um, yeah, it was a lot. Um, well, yeah. But it was four rehearsals and then on the night, we did 11, oh, so it was 15 times, uh, four rehearsals. And then on the night we did 11 takes because okay. if any, if anybody missed their mark, if anybody was too slow to start, walking didn't go by the other person fast enough, nothing worked out because everything was wow. just like an orchestra. You yeah. had James Jude Courtney going to Mrs. Elrod 2.0. She had to be walking out of the doorway as he was coming up so she wouldn't see him. And then he had to find her and the altered version of the scene didn't happen. So we see, you know, the hammer, the hammer, the hammer. We see the aftermath mm -hmm. instead of what actually happened. Okay. And then he goes out, but as he's going out, I'm talking to the last of the kids on the front porch. Mm -hmm. So that as he walks down in between our houses, they got that cool shot. And they've talked about this for a while. You know, that shot of his shadow mm -hmm. going past. Yep. They had to yep. follow him with a light and oh, the wow. camera and every. they had to follow him so that his shadow would cross as I was walking the other direction. Yeah. So I don't see his shadow. Okay. Right. So all that had to line up.
And then, of course, our last part that we were responsible for, me leaving the room, turning the corner, coming back, heading toward the couch, him coming toward the couch. I look, look, blinds down. Here he comes. Pull, push, pull, throw. I land and don't move wow. so that the camera will not blur out because they cut, you know, as soon as they say, treat, treat, and that's, that's when they cut. So yeah. that, that, that was basically... That was my responsibility to do wow. with him. <laughs> That's awesome, though. And, I mean, um, your scene, as well as the other variant scene, Marion Green scene, um, was very similar to the opening of the 1981 yes. original Halloween, too, because uh, your your character is the Alice, and her character yes. is Mrs. Elrod. The only thing yes, is Mrs. Elrod, Elrod didn't get killed. <laughs> yeah, she just didn't get killed. That's the difference. But in this case... The Mrs. Elroy 2.0 got killed, and then yeah, uh, yes. and then you're the Alice, and you you got the knife and everything, just in a different location, of course. But yep. you know, and that was intentional. That was it? intentional as a nod to the fans. It was an Easter egg. They were like, we got to put as many love letters to the fans in here as we yep. can, and and they they made an intentional choice to make this first foray back into the Halloween franchise accessible to new fans and maybe yeah. not even horror genre fans they wanted yeah. it to be as accessible as an episode of, as of uh you know nypd blue or right. ncis or anything yeah. like that so they they wanted it to hit the, the horror fans yeah. because they loved it but they wanted to invite a whole new mm -hmm. uh whole new audience of fans into the franchise absolutely and uh and it's even funny because later on in the movie they mention the name Mrs. Elrod right before Oscar gets killed, or is it Mr. Right. One of them, but they mentioned it, and it was like that's that's right. it was their house. So I was like, "Whoa, mind blown!" Yep. <laughs> the whole thing, the whole yep. thing was just was just spread, sprinkled, sprinkled yeah. with love letters to yeah, all the fans. Absolutely. I mean, I, 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 every time I would go back and watch, I'm like, "Oh, there's that, and there's that." And, oh, I missed that. I can't believe that was actually in there. I, I noticed that. And uh, yeah. I like the I liked even where Michael Myers would always you know stare at Laurie in the original one outside the schoolhouse all this time. They didn't do that. They did Laurie Strode in that position. And I was like, that's so freaking funny. Yep. And it's as if to pass the torch and that yep. whole nod to yep. there's there there might have been, but there isn't, you know, because they decided to ignore the relationship. They decided to ignore yep. the brother sister um, yep. and just go straight from Halloween 1978 to, yep. you know, 40 years later. Yeah, so, and, and honestly, I think that that decision helped them to stay out of the mire. Yeah. That was the lexicon of the timelines that go crazy mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. So I, I really believe that what they did was intentional. Mm -hmm. And there were parts of it, there was too much comic relief, you know, the kid yeah. with the nasty ass toenails. And I mean, you know, the, that kid was funny as hell, but a lot of fans didn't appreciate that they were trying to make it funny. Yeah. Kind of like when Freddie went funny in the Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street movies. Yeah. You know, some people really didn't appreciate that. It's like sell out, yeah. you know. Right. But once again, they were trying to recruit a whole new audience of fans. Yeah. And they decided to do that was the david gordon green input was add a little comedy a little dark comedy right. to it and the arts and crafts were michael myers and the way he chose to do the things he did and yeah. you know it, it's looking back you know there are a lot of things that could have been different and yeah. i understand um why people had problems with it and a couple of reservations with it but uh at, at, at the time 
that it was the best compromise that they saw for inviting enough people and making horror accessible. Yeah. And I mean, it worked because look how well it did in the box office. And then Halloween Kills comes out. Look how well that did in the box office. And now Halloween Ends is coming out. And I'm like dying for that to already come out. Like October 14th. Are you here yet? (laughs) Have you seen Halloween Kills? You know, I try to stay on the outside so that it's fresh Mm -hmm. when I go in so that I can see what they were trying to do. Uh, I know some people that were in it, Mm -hmm. but uh, I told them not to tell me anything. Okay. So it'll be fresh for me too. Okay, I know a awesome. lot of people that went to go see this, the previews and the and the focus groups and all that stuff. But right. you know, they, I told them don't don't tell me, just don't tell right. me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what do you think was the hardest thing that you had to do for your your death scene in Halloween 2018? Aiming for that tiny little gel pad with my forehead. <sighs> the last yeah. take is the one they kept, and it is after a long night. It was like the sun was getting ready to come up. And uh, we missed. Ooh. That clunk you hear on film was my head. Ooh. Yeah. I had a big old knot right here Ooh. on yeah. my head. And that next morning, I had hands full of hair coming out because of grabbing the bun and the throwing and the wow. pulling. So I filled the sink with hair that next morning, too. Wow. But Peter Jackson from Lord of the Rings fame has a saying. He says, pain is temporary, film is forever. Wow, yeah. So you do what you need to do to make sure that it's going to turn out the best it can. You can always lick your wounds later. And that's especially true in stunts. That's especially true in stunts. But the orchestration, the orchestration was also a challenge with the, because it's like, you need to make it not look like you're stretching a leg back there to get the hose. You need to make it not look like anything you're doing is, you know, orchestrated. Yeah. It's just me getting off my day you know just winding down for the night and i was like oh my god you guys want me to have messy hair like this and the bun and the thing and oh i feel sexy you know (laughs) um but they were but they were like you've been giving out trick-or-treat candy all night you're winding down for the night i mean yeah sure i was like okay i'm feeling pretty now but it was it was all done with one thing in mind and that was to get you guys to think that i'm safe Right. I'm winding right. down at the end in my own home at the end of my night. Yeah. And what could go wrong? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> now we know. <laughs> we know what happened there. <laughs> well, <laughs> the last question I do got for you. Do you have any other projects, films or anything else that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience? Well, I already told you about Keeping Secrets. Yep. Um, there's also a romantic comedy that we premiered in June that has yeah. still it's in the backlog, stuck in the backlog at the streaming mm-hmm. um, streaming outlets called uh, Fated Reunion, F-A-T-E-D, okay. Fated Reunion. It's in a romantic comedy, and I'm a horrible person in that. I am so bad. <laughs> I am the captain of the cheerleaders at the 10-year high school reunion, wow. and I, I couldn't be more horrible. I, I'm 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 a bad bad person. I'm really not a good person in that. But you know, it's the character roles that make it interesting. I yeah. I don't know, I don't know if I had my choice that I would choose to be the the hero or something like that. They're kind of two-dimensional, but those character roles, they're juicy. You can really yeah. get in there and you can figure out who you are, why you do what you do and all that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. So those are the only things coming up. Now, Action ATL, uh, we have some productions 
Uh, we have a Chicago, a Minnesota, an Italy, and a couple more Atlantas um, and things like that. So, you know, keep up with our IMDb and you'll be able to, you know, my IMDb, it'll, it'll list it later. But uh, a lot of this stuff is NDA, so they won't put it up. Yeah. But uh, but on my uh, Instagram, Marion Singh, Facebook, Marion Singh, uh, you can follow all the stuff because we slip hints every now and then mm-hmm. as to what we're doing and where we're yeah. going. But uh, but yeah, so I think that's I think that's about all we have. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a lot. But um, yeah. But yeah. Uh- and I thank you so much for joining me. And I know I'll send you the link. Um, if, it's up to you if you want me to send it over email. I know you uh, are on my Facebook as well, so I can send it that way. I'll tag you in it uh, once I get the interview uploaded. Um, but I thank you so much for uh, joining me uh, today. Oh, no problem. I, yeah. I will share it on my page so that everybody awesome. can find it. Awesome. I thank you so much. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Yep. And you thank as well. You. Thank you so much. Bye.